Welcome to Snazzy Stories. Put some pepper in thy step and lend an ear to the terrific tales of the past. Welcome to Snazzy Stories. If you would like to keep the storytelling alive, please go to patreon.com slash snazzy stories and donate to my storytelling adventure. Also subscribe to Snazzy Stories on iTunes, Spotify, many podcast apps, or go to snazzystories.com and leave an awesome review. Before the reindeer took to the sky pulling Santa's sleigh, in the 1823 poem, Twas the Night Before Christmas, there was the god of thunder who flew through the sky with goats. Thor, the god of thunder, is not usually synonymous with Christmas. However, in ancient Nordic tradition, there is a connection that may very well be new to some of us. Thor's chariot was pulled through the sky by two goats. And in Norse mythology, Thor was a provider of food to the gods. And oftentimes he would slaughter his own two goats to cater to the gods. However, by keeping their bones, his goats would regenerate or resurrect the next morning. This legend made its way to many Scandinavian countries and continually began traditions. The country of Sweden held an ancient midwinter celebration called the Yule Offer or Yule Sacrifice. Part of this tradition was to celebrate the sacrifice and rebirth of Thor's goats. When this took place, a man would dress in goat skins while carrying an effigy of a goat head, which was supposed to represent one of Thor's goats and he would symbolically be killed. However, he would return to life just as Thor's goats would resurrect each morning. This represented the sun returning to life at Yule. But when Christianity began to spread throughout the Nordic countries and began to replace pagan traditions, Christians were not happy with the Yule goat tradition and claimed the Yule goat to be a demon. Records from the 1600s in Sweden describe the Yule goat as a dark creature who would roam the night on December 25th, frightening the Christians and demanding food from their tables. However, as legends do, they tend to morph throughout the years, and the legend of the Yule goat is no different. The Yule goat became a more accepted and kind-hearted creature. Many people began dressing as the Christmas goat, going door-to-door and giving small gifts. The legend continued to change a bit more, eventually leading to goat-riding Christmas gnomes delivering gifts to children and families. This legend is present in Sweden, Norway, and Finland. By the 19th century, the Christmas elf-like gnomes and goats bringing gifts became similar to the traditional Santa or Father Christmas. Goats made out of straw tied together with red ribbon can be found in many homes in these countries as a part of their Christmas decor today. The Yule goat is made out of straw because a traditional belief was that if a person took a sickle and cut the last sheaf of grain at the end of the season, good fortune would come to the family with the next year's harvest. And the red ribbon symbolizes a traditional Christmas color, but also days of rest and celebration. Days of rest and celebration are marked in red on Swedish calendars on Sundays and public holidays. Also, as a part of the modern-day celebration of Yule, children will dress as goats and go door-to-door singing Christmas carols. And for their singing, people will give them treats. 
Also in modern day, during the Christmas season, a town in Sweden erects a straw Christmas goat 40 feet tall. But since it is made out of straw, it burns quite easily. And 50% of the goats that have been built for this annual tradition since its beginnings in 1966 have been set on fire. It seems to have become a tradition to burn the goat, as well as people betting on the goat's survival. Security cameras have been installed, guards have been stationed to watch for the arsonists, and they have tried putting up fences to protect the goat. Also, the goat is now sprayed with water and flame-proof chemicals. And some years, the goat survives. But the majority of Christmases, it does not. But how could people make their way through the security measures and not be caught? Well, in 2005, some people were dressed as Santa, others as gingerbread men, and they launched flaming arrows into the goat. And in 2009, the culprits hacked into the security cameras to disable them, and then they were able to sneak in and set the goat on fire. However, I guess it does seem somewhat fitting for it to burn, and then, in a sense, be born again every year at Christmas. Considering its origins of Thor's goats being sacrificed as food and resurrecting every morning. Not only do Yule goats have a place at Christmas time, but Christmas gnomes do too. The story of Father Christmas is also present within Scandinavian countries. There are two stories behind the bringer of toys. He may come as a Santa Claus figure dressed in a red suit, or as the gnome figures, as previously mentioned. The Christmas gnome is known as Tomta. He is quite short, wears a red-knitted cap, and has a long, bushy beard. According to the legend, he lived under the barn on the farm, guarding the land and protecting the family and animals from evil and bad luck. And if someone had moved into a city, the Tomta lived under the floorboards of one's home. Unfortunately, just as the Yule Goat was given a bad reputation during the Christianizing of the Scandinavian countries, Tomta also became linked to a devilish heathen. An accusation of having a Tomta on your farm from a neighboring farmer who was jealous of your wealth could cause a considerable amount of trouble for a person. However, even with his reputation being tainted by the Christian world, stories are still told about Tomtas in present day. Even with Tomta's small stature, he still has the ability of strong protection. But he could stop his protection in an instant if he was offended. Tomtas are not fond of change, and he was not happy when the way things are done on a farm he was protecting ever changed. Another way to upset a Tomta is disrespect. Being rude and mistreating animals are considered very offensive to him. On Christmas Eve, when he brings gifts, he will look for his favorite food to be left for him, which is a bowl of hot rice pudding or porridge with a little butter on top. Traditionally, Santa is left with cookies to eat at each stop, not porridge. But both bringers of gifts are left with a favorite food to eat. The Tomta expects the people he gives protection to to acknowledge his help by leaving him a bowl of porridge to enjoy. However, if he did not get his porridge, he would leave his post as protector and leave misfortune to fall upon the farm or household. In one instance, a little girl had left porridge for Tomta, except putting the butter in the bottom of the bowl instead of on the top, 
When Thompson noticed that he had no dollop of butter on top, he went out to the barn and killed their best cow. When he got back, he began to eat the porridge that was left for him, and he noticed that the butter was in the bottom of the bowl. Therefore, he went to the neighboring farm and stole their best cow and brought it back to the farm he was protecting to make everything right. Sometimes Tomtas were known for stealing from their neighbors. Tomtas also had the ability to drive people insane or to give them a poisonous bite that would be fatal. Probably always best to leave him his porridge with the dollop of butter on top. By the 1800s, the legend of Yule Tomta came about, associated with bringing Christmas gifts to the people at Christmas time. But unlike the Santa Claus figure, he uses the front door to deliver gifts instead of the chimney, and he lives in a nearby forest, not the North Pole. However, both Santa and Tomta are known for their magical skills. Christmas traditions of the Yule Goat and Tomta both bring a good amount of joy to Scandinavian culture, just as all Christmas traditions bring joy to their own countries and communities. Every culture has their own legends that are significant to the history of their people, and ultimately they tie human beings together in their own communities. That is why traditional stories continue to be told throughout the centuries and even weaved into other cultures because we recognize the importance of tradition and stories. We are connected through them. These stories, traditions, or legends bring hope to people. And if we keep telling these stories and bringing them life, that hope will never be lost. This year beneath our tree are Yule goats and Tomtas, hoping for some protection from misfortune in the upcoming year. Thank you for listening to Snazzy Stories. Come back again where everyone has a story. 